Hello and welcome to the 215 Workman's Podcast. My name is Brother Robert Rounds. I'm from KJB Right Division Radio in Lipa City, Batangas, Philippines. This is the podcast of myself and Brother Landon Dunn, and I appreciate y'all being with us today to uh, to hear this message that we have for you, and we pray that it's a blessing to you and a help to you. Amen. All right, so uh, what we're going to do today is uh, Brother Landon is going to give his personal testimony. Amen. So uh, without further ado, here is Brother Landon. On the very first podcast, before getting started with the message, what I did was I gave my testimony of salvation. And I know that's been a while, but I know every so often, you know, I think we need to give our testimony of salvation. Amen, brother. And I know before before I give my testimony, I want to read some verses of Scripture for you. Um, I'm going to be over Romans chapter 10. I'm going to read verses 4 down to verses 11. Right here it says, For Christ is the end of the law for righteousness to everyone that believeth. For Moses describeth the righteousness which is of the law, that the man which doeth those things shall live by them. But the righteousness which is of faith speaketh on this wise, Say not in thine heart, Who shall ascend into heaven? That is, to bring Christ down from above. Or, Who shall descend into the deep? That is, to bring up Christ again from the dead. But what saith it? The word is nigh thee, even in thy mouth, and in thy heart, that is, the word of faith which we preach, that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus, and shalt believe in thine heart that God hath raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. For, for with the heart man believeth unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. Right here, verse 11. For the scripture saith, Whosoever believeth on him shall not be ashamed. Amen. And that's why I want to bring my testimony again. Because I want to let everybody know, I'm not ashamed. I'm not ashamed of my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Preach I'm not man. ashamed that he saved me by his blood. Amen. Amen. Now beginning here, you know, with my testimony, I remember I was... I, had, I was within like the first couple of years, I was working at my job where I'm still currently at right now. I remember my, my old supervisor at the time, you know, he, he recently, he, he got promoted and he's up in the in the office at, at, still at my job. I, re, I remember, you know, he would come, he, you know, he would come and he would try to invite me to go, go to his church and stuff. And, you know, I didn't, you know, I, I just kept you know, brushing it off because, you know, I was... I was with I was, I was with this girl that I was shacked up with, you know, and I was with her for you know a total of maybe two and a half years. <clears throat> but he just kept asking me. It's like well, at least once or twice a week he he keep asking me, you know, he's like, "What? Why don't you come to come come over to our church? You know, we got a nice little church. Why don't you come over here and visit?" You know, I just I did I really didn't want to go, you know, just after so many times, but you know, I was just like. I told, you know, my girlfriend at that time, I told her, I was like, you know, 
maybe we should just go, you know, I'm, I'm just going to go, you know, so he'll, he'll stop bothering me, you know, and, you know, he'll just leave me alone. You know, and I, you know, I went, you know, and I remember it was Sunday morning, and, you know, I was having trouble trying to find a place, and, you know, I just, I, I probably got there, it was, uh, somewhere between 11 and 30, 12 o'clock, you know, and just fortunately that Sunday morning church lasted a little bit longer. So, it, you know, it lasted a little bit longer, and whenever I got there, you know, he sat up front, oh my gosh, everybody's looking at me, and he was like, come on up front, sit up front with me. And I, and I felt even more embarrassed then. <clears throat> and I remember during, you know, listen, you know, listen to the, I don't, I don't even remember what the sermon was when I was there, but I remember I was sitting there looking at the at the pastor at that time. I just started just looking at him. And I remember, you know, the conviction, you know, the Holy Spirit dealing with my heart. You know, the conviction, was, it was on me so strong. You know, I had just everything, you know, everything around me, it just felt like so blurry, you know, because, you know, that conviction, you know, it's so, it's so powerful, so strong. You know, I felt like it, it was just like weighing down on me. And it was almost like, you, like whenever you look up in a bright light, you know, and it just it like kind of blinds you, and you're like you're like trying to force yourself to see. Well, you know, that's kind of how it was. But you know, I just you know, I, after church was over, you know, I, I just I left. And at that time, you know, I was still going to you know the family Pentecostal church, and I remember my dad's cousin was the pastor there. And you know, for each different time, you know, each different Sunday. You know, I'd be going back and forth between, you know, that little independent Baptist church, which was where my supervisor went, as a little uh, missionary independent Baptist church. I was going there, and I was going over to the family Pentecostal church. And, you know, I wasn't going to church all the time, but, you know, whenever I was invited, then I started, you know, as, you know, some lost people do, I, I started getting a little religious. So, you know, I, like I said, I'd be going over to the little independent Baptist church, and then I was going over to the family Pentecostal church. And I remember one particular sermon. I don't remember exactly all what, the, what my dad's cousin, you know, the pastor over there was preaching about. I don't remember. But the one thing that I do remember that, you know, it just pressed, you know, it pressed up on my heart, you know, and it just stuck with me. And, and I believe the Lord used it to deal with me was, you know, right there in the family Pentecostal church. You know, it was like, you know, a little storefront building. I remember up on the wall behind, you know, where the pastor was, I remember... I remember the one thing I do remember that he was saying, he said, you know, there was there was the cross up on the wall behind him. I remember when he was preaching, he went back and he would say, well, if you reject the blood of Jesus, he's like, you're trampling over the cross, you know, you're trampling over Jesus Christ, you're, you're trampling over his blood. And when the whole time he was preaching, I was just, the only thing I do, I just, I'd sit there and I just kept looking at that cross. And I was thinking, I was like, oh my God, I don't want to die in my sins. You know, and he just kept saying different times. He'd say, he, he, "It's like he, it's like the Lord knew what to use for him to say." He'd say, "If you trample over the blood of Jesus Christ, he said you're going into hell." I mean, really, the conviction it just kept, it kept getting so strong. I just, I just got to, I can't fight it. I just, they went through their little ritual of what, the, you know, in Pentecostal churches, you know, they'll sit there and they'll, they'll play music and they'll be singing and they sing for like a couple hours 
And then when that's over, you know, they'll preach like 45 minutes to an hour. And I remember during all of that, my eyes never locked, went off of that cross. I just kept thinking about his blood. I was like, you know, I don't want to trample over that blood. You know, that blood, he, sh- he shed his blood for me. You know, that was for my sins. You know, he died on that cross and he shed his blood for me. He died for my sins. I remember they were they were singing, you know, and then they went into preaching. And like I said, I just did, my eyes didn't come off of that cross. And it's just I knew I had I had to get saved. You know, I knew I had to put my faith in him because I know he did that for me. Amen. So I remember I just I got up and I went up to the altar and I just bowed down and I know went to the altars, you know, and you know that's that's not what saves you. You know, I know, and after I've been, been told the gospel, you know, I know that it's from the heart. Yes, sir. Because, you know, within my mouth, there's nothing I could say, Amen. you know, that would save me. Because I know what he did. And from hearing from the scriptures, I know that salvation comes from the heart. So I remember I got up, and I went I went up there, and, you know, they didn't even think nothing of it because... They, I guess they probably thought, well, maybe he just wants to pray. Maybe he has something on his mind. He's just wanting to pray about something. No, I didn't pray. All I did, I, I, I bowed down right there. And I was thinking about that cross. And I was, right at that moment, I was like, Lord, and from my heart, I was like, Lord, I, I trust that you did that for me. Amen. What you did on the cross... I accept it. You know, I believe that you did that for me. Praise God. And I remember after I got up from there, I know it felt like there was just like a world, like a whole weight of of the whole world. You know, it felt like it just lifted away. And I know we don't go by, you know, our feelings. We don't go by sight. Because I know the scripture says, you know, for the Jews require a sign. You know, and, you know, Paul says, you know, for today that we walk by faith and not by sight. I know that. But I'm saying, you know, that's just how it felt. It felt like everything was just lifted away. You know, because, you know, because I wasn't lost in my sin anymore. I wasn't a sinner lost on my Amen. way to hell. Praise God. When I trusted Christ right there, that's, that was a Sunday night. When I trusted Christ right there, he saved my soul, amen. Amen. When he saved me, like I said, I got up and it felt like the weight of the world just it just slipped it away. And I remember I was still with my ex-girlfriend at that time. I remember I went home. Currently, when I was still with her, I went back to the apartment there where we were staying. And I told her, I was like, she's like, what she told me she's like, Well, did anything anything interesting happen tonight? I said, yeah. Actually, yes. I thought I was like, I just got saved tonight. Amen. And she just kind of laughed about it, or you know, just kind of brushed off, kind of like <laughs> whatever. And she didn't understand, but that the next day, or is either the next day or sometime, you know, within the next couple of days, I remember I came home from work, and it was it was on my mind, it was on my heart, you know, so strong because oh, you know, a lot of the lost world they like to. 
you know, like in their kitchen, they like to decorate up above the cabinets, you know, with wine and liquor bottles and stuff like that as ornaments. I remember she had all those things, and some of them she said she had for a long time, and, you know, it was just so strong on me. I was like, I just grabbed a big old black trash bag, and I just walked over, and I started, I picked up one, and I put it in the bag, and she's like, what are you doing? I told her, I was like, I'm throwing all of this away. And she's like, no, you're not. That's mine. I told her, I was like, I don't care. I was like, I'm throwing it all away. Mm. And I remember she got angry and started cussing me, but I did it. I, just, I threw it all away. And, and I remember that, you know, I was still shocked up with her. That relationship, you know, it started slowly going downhill. You know, and, and that's, you know, that's to be expected. And that's probably so because, you know, I had just got saved and, you know, I'm a new creature in Christ. You know, I'm, you know, a child of God now. And to this day, to the best of my knowledge, she's still not saved. But, but you know, when you got light and darkness and it tries to come together, you know, that doesn't mix. That's right. You know, and all that, that relationship, you know, it just, it went downhill. And I'm glad it did. But I remember I was, I had went to, um, I had went to, like, to the hospital because I got a call that, you know, at the time, my little brother, I was told that he was bleeding out of his ear. And, that, and I just, I, re- I went and got my truck. At that time, I had a truck. I, I got in my truck and I went down to the hospital where he's at and I was sitting there with him. And then I remember she texted me and, you know, I believe this is, you know, the Lord ending, ending this, this relationship for me. But she, Text me. Says she's like, whenever you get home, we need to t- we need to have a talk. And I don't know why. I mean, everything was fine when I left, but for some reason, within my heart, I was like, something's really wrong here. So I called her and I was like, what what's what's wrong? And she's like, nothing. Just wait till you come home. And I was like, are you are you are you going to dump me or something? And she went and she went quiet. I was like, okay, so you're dumping me. And I remember at that time, you know, still being a baby in Christ, I didn't know any I didn't know any better, I didn't know any different. I remember that tore me up. I got all upset about that. So I just I got my truck, went back and I packed up all my stuff and I moved in with my family. Back in with went back in with my parents. And I was sitting there, you know, and I was still going back and forth still between that family Pentecostal church and I was going back over a little bit more often now to the little independent Baptist church. I know I say probably about after a month, you know, I, I stopped going to the Pentecostal church altogether and I just kept going to the independent Baptist church, you know, and I, I ended up spending a total of about nine years at that church. But I remember, I think I'd say maybe about a year or two after going there. I remember you know, my ex that, that I was staying with that dumped me, she, you know, through Facebook and stuff, she, um, you know, she's, she, she suggested, you know, my wife that I'm married to now, which, you know, I dated back in high school, she suggested, you know, her to be my friend. And I just hit, I hit okay. I was like, that's fine, whatever. I hit okay. You know, me, her, me and her started talking, and then, I, you know, I met back up with her, and you know she wasn't saved yet at the time either. And within her family, you know, 
they were they were all Catholic. You know, her mom's Catholic, and, and then on her mom's side of the family, they're all Catholic. And that's what my wife was. And I remember for about a year, when we were still dating, you know, I was I'd be, I'd be witnessing to her at least once or twice a week, you know, and I was inviting her to come to church with me. You know, she would she wouldn't ever come to church with me. You know, I know I, I remember that's that's. It's like a reflection, you know, in the mirror of what I used to be because, you know, I didn't want to go to church either whenever I was asked to go. But I remember I just kept asking her and asking her. I was like, please come to church with me. At least at least, at least try it once. Just come just come with me once. Amen. And I remember there was a revival, you know, and his brother, uh, he's not alive anymore. Not that I, I believe, you know, I think he he just passed away just recently. His uh, revival, you know, his brother T.D. Burgess. And, you know, I invited her to come and she wasn't going, she wasn't going to go with me. You know, and I had her in, you know, in the car with me. And I was driving, you know, where I, where the place I had moved to was actually down the road. You had to drive past the church just to get to where I was living at. And, you know, she thought that I was going back to where I lived. But actually, I got close to that church, and I just made a hard right and just pulled into the parking lot. She's like, what are you doing? I was like, oh, I'm going to church. And I was like, you can come in with me. And I remember she, she was a little hesitant, but she, she actually came. She went in with me. And, you know, I went up to the front row and sat down. And this was like a, a one-week revival. And this was on a Monday. And she was sitting there, and she didn't say anything. She just sit there and was just like dead, dead quiet, and just dead staring off ahead, straight up at the, you know, at the, at the, at the evangelist preaching. And I remember on the Friday night, this is about after, no, this was after a year, one year of like being her being together. You know, at the end of that, you know, you know, Brother TD, he he gave an altar call, you know, for her to come up, for her, anybody that's lost, you know, you know to come up and you know to get saved. Now, I, I remember I looked over to the right and I was kind of look, I looked down at her and you know I could see you know the Lord was dealing with her heart I can you know I can see the conviction just all over her face mm. yeah, but she fought it you know and eventually you know I think it was after that revival you know she told me she couldn't go to sleep at all that night. And I, you know, I tried to, I didn't know how to, you know, to get her. I didn't know how to lead somebody to the Lord then. I didn't know how. But I told her, I was like, well, I, I gave her, and I'm sure, you know, other other Christian Christian brethren, I know y'all are familiar with the movie, but there's that movie, the old movie called Sheffy. Yeah. Well, I, I let her, you know, I handed her that movie, and I let her watch that movie, and she said she could. She said she couldn't go to sleep at all at night, and she, she said, you know, during the middle of the night, she said she, you know, she said she gave her heart to the Lord and she got saved. You know, she put her faith in Christ. Mm-hmm. I remember that made me so happy. I just started breaking. I just, I just broke down in tears. I started crying. And I was like, well, praise the Lord. I was amen. like, Amen. Amen. And I remember me and her got married. I say about. I'm. I don't remember exactly how much longer. It's probably about a couple of months to, or so, maybe later or something like that. Remember me and her got married. 
But I remember, you know, all of this happened, you know, for a reason. Amen. You know, and I just, I never went back to the Pentecostal church ever again. And I'm just, you know, I'm just thankful, you know, for that night that, you know, I put my faith in the Lord Jesus Christ. You know, I trusted Him. I put my faith in His His shed blood for my sins. Because, you know, if I wouldn't have got saved, I mean, I, I don't know if my wife ever would have gotten saved. I don't know. But I know I'm thankful and I'm glad that she is saved. And I'm thankful that I'm saved. I'm just, you know, I'm, I'm thankful that the Lord saved my soul that night on that Amen. Sunday evening. Amen, brother. Right. Amen. Thank you so very much, brother Landon, for for your testimony. You know, um, I just want to say that, you know, you you cannot have a testimony without a test. You know, and those trials and tribulations that that we go through, you know, they're not there to to hurt us or to harm us. You know, they're they're there to to help us, to help us build a deeper relationship with the Lord, and help us to trust Him more. You know, and uh, help us to see the goodness of the Lord, you know, and uh, to see how uh, He brings us out, you know, of those trials and tribulations. You know, uh, He may not stop the trials and tribulations, but He will see you through those trials and tribulations from start to finish. You know, and um, so we we need to to trust him and then you know you see the goodness of the Lord and then then you can you know give your testimony just as brother Landon did and uh, and also I um I have a a video uh where I gave my testimony so you know don't ever give up don't ever quit you know, it may be rough, it may be hard, may seem like you cannot go on anymore. But don't give up and don't quit. You will have a testimony as well. Amen. All right. I'll go ahead and uh, and I'll stop right there. Uh, thank you so very much uh, for uh, being with us today. Thank you for your prayers for us, our families, our ministries. Uh, please continue to pray for this podcast that the Lord will continue to use it mightily for His glory. Amen. All right. Once again, thank you so very much. Until next time, God bless you.